0: Hello. Well, here we are with episode four of the Miles Younger podcast, the only podcast that will knock 10 years off you in 30 minutes. Uh, Now, I was thinking the other day uh, about the fact that you might be listening to this podcast and maybe didn't realize where all this started. And it all started with an idea I had uh, for a website, which is focusing on helping guys out who maybe want to look good for their age, mainly through my experience. It's milesyounger.com uh, that's a website, so you might want to check it out. Uh, if you're a man who wants to look younger, or uh, maybe a woman who wants your man to look younger, probably both things are good. Coming up today,
1: I put masks on Amanda Holden before great skin. Amanda Holden's incredible. had snails
0: on her face. That's makeup artist Buster Knight. Now Buster has a knack of making women and men feel more beautiful with just the touch of his brush. More from him soon. And on the Miles Younger counter today, we're talking ways to banish those eye bags. God, we all need that, don't we? And in the Miles Younger truth, alcohol and ageing. Those two often go together, don't they? The bags and the alcohol, that's fine. So all good for today. First off... Buster Knight counts celebrities and models as some of his loyal clients. Now, he's still in his 20s, and he's always looking for a challenge, never shy to jump in at the deep end, which is what I guess keeps his style uh, so fresh, so current, and probably sets him aside from many other makeup creatives. Now, he's worked for major magazines, he's worked for big award shows. So, how much can makeup really help? And is it something that guys will be using more and more in the future? Buster Knight, welcome to the Miles Younger podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. Oh. Hi. I'm very excited.
0: Well, it's, it's great to have you here, actually. Um, I guess when we talk about aging, I thought we've got to get a makeup artist in because <laughs> at the end of the day, i'll be honest sometimes i look at women and i get jealous because i think makeup can hide a multitude of sins can't it when it's applied right yes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i you know i think makeup
1: is one of those things that it's known for its properties of making you look great and it's it is a woman's world still which is quite a sad thing and i kind of sing from the rooftops how i think men should use more makeup as well you know there's nothing wrong with it um uh, especially when it comes to kind of just hiding the little bits that we don't necessarily like about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And by the way, uh, feel free to name drop as much as you like doing this because <laughs> I always say to people, just go for it. I mean, if, you, if a name comes into your head, a celebrity, just drop it right in this podcast because I can love it. Can we
1: talk about Ricky Martin, please? No, can we? Where is this fountain of youth that this guy is drinking from? Because I want some.
0: But is it is that, I mean, we were talking makeup, surely. there's. Well, I mean, I don't
1: think he's adverse to wearing makeup. He's no, done a he's MAC not. campaign in the past, I'm sure. I've saw, I saw it in the 90s.
0: He's the sort of person that would get a tray, right? And fill it with makeup and just. Step his face
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, i always feel like he's the j-lo of the men you know i don't know what fountain of youth she's drinking from but she's incredible she's amazing and i do think that i i saw him randomly do a thing online the other day and i thought geez he hasn't aged since i was you know listening to his music in the 90s he looks exactly the same there's if not better um
0: but do you think with that i, I which is great But I kind of want someone to be honest and tell me what they've done. Because if I'm going to aspire to looking like Ricky Martin, then I want to know what Ricky Martin's done. Otherwise, I might be trying to aspire to something that I will never achieve.
1: Yeah. And it's sad in the media. You know, the people that do sing from the rooftops about what they do are the people that probably have gone a bit too far. Mm. You know, there's this guy and I'm not I'm not putting anyone down, but he is the male Barbie. That's his kind of shtick. And he tells everyone I've had this done and I've had this implant and that injection. And it's almost a little scary. Like, like you say, I would like someone like Ricky Martin that looks great to say, actually, this is what I do. And, but, I suppose it's the secret.
0: Mm. Have you made Ricky Martin up? No, no, no. Oh, I've
1: never no. seen him, but I'd so love to
0: I wanted a decent <laughs> name. That was a great name job. <laughs> but had you made, you know, if you could throw in a person you actually made up, that would be
1: uh, good. I do male grooming for Gordon Ramsay, who, again, I think looks great. Um, Gordon doesn't wear makeup day to day, but for TV or book covers and stuff like that, he's not scared of wearing makeup, which is really nice. Um, and he kind of understands the benefits on camera um, of wearing a bit of makeup.
0: I think it's it's different when you've uh, worked in television. Because I, I know that I the first time I put makeup on, I was like, look, oh, someone did it, obviously, for TV. Mm-hmm. And I looked at myself and I was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> fucking amazing. This stuff <laughs> yes. makes me look like 10 years younger. Yeah. And as soon as you see that, it's almost addictive because then when they take it off afterwards... And I'm speaking, you know, as a guy who hadn't put it on before, I thought I looked ill. (laughs) And then I thought, that's actually what I look like.
1: I have done stuff in the past where I've made up men and they're like, oh, I don't want to wear that. That makes me look like a woman. And then they see themselves with it. And then they're like, oh, what did you use? And so I write them a list and they end up going and getting their missus to buy it for them from, you know, the department store or whatever the the power of makeup is quite incredible and i think that you know obviously with aging the diet and everything else comes into play but if you want a quick fix there's nothing wrong with a bit of concealer or a little bit of bronzer just to kind of lift your complexion
0: try telling that to a guy though who works on a building site exactly my brother (laughs) i I was (laughs) saying to
1: you earlier i gave my brother a concealer at christmas time i said run with it you'll enjoy it and his girlfriend gave him so much stick so you know that stigma is still around and i just think it's probably because there's no one that my brother would necessarily admire that would say yeah i wear makeup you know even the men that do wear it in the public eye keep it kind of hush hush yeah it's still like that kind of secret and i think we're still a few years away from kind of men being the true metrosexual of being able to wear makeup and to you know speak about facials and stuff like that without feeling embarrassed
0: why are they embarrassed what's the
1: problem I think it's just it's an archaic view isn't it like the caveman the provider like I go out and work and I you know don't care about sun damage and that kind of thing whereas women obviously celebrate looking good and celebrate you know whatever looks makes them look good they'll do you know there's all these fad things now like putting snail juice on your face and god knows what else and women like Do you know that.
0: anyone who's done that?
1: Everyone Sna- like who snail masks are amazing. I I have them in my kit. I stick them on all my clients.
0: R- like who? Who's had a snail
1: mask? Um, I've put masks on Amanda Holden before. She's great skin. Amanda incredible. Holden's had snails on her face. Well, it's a mask, so you put them under your eyes, and it kind of sucks all the all the tiredness out, if you will. Um, all of my clients, literally before a makeup, I kind of stick them on, and how many snails to make a mask?
0: Oh. I don't know why that's a, such a <laughs> random question. No question I'd ever thought I would ask. Yeah, anyone I out feel there? Like you
1: tell us. On the Miles <laughs>
0: Younger podcast we can ask these questions. (laughs) But it is interesting the lengths people go to. And just going back to the thing with guys, what you were saying is, do you think um, there's an issue with some guys who are trying this stuff, especially when it comes to makeup, of them turning around and their mate saying, well, you must be gay?
1: Yeah, I think that is, it's prevalent. And the word gay is thrown around and it it equals feminine. It equals, you know, not that, like I say, that archaic stereotype of a man. And I always link back to my brother, who is a butch, kind of macho man. And I think, would he put a snail mask on his face? Probably mm. secretly at home. Um, but he wouldn't do it in front of He'd his mates. He'd probably
0: use one of those giant snails because they're butch. <laughs> Not the little
1: ones. But whatever. I do think, uh, you know, like I say, a lot of men that come out into the press and say, oh, I wear makeup or bloggers or yeah. whatever go so far the other way. You know, they're wearing false lashes and they're wearing blusher and lipstick and it's a feminine view. You know, there's no one out there that says, oh, yeah, I wear a bit of concealer. And I remember a few years ago, YSL did Touche Eclat for men and this guy that was on Big Brother or whatever show it was, he came out and he was a spokesperson and he got ripped apart in the press, mm. A, because the makeup didn't look very good, to be fair, but B, it was like, oh, well, then you must be gay. And that's kind of like, literally, that's where it ended. And it's sad because you know makeup doesn't make you gay and i i always on a mac for that they say you know we're for every age race and gender and i think it's so important for men to be able to feel comfortable to go and buy a concealer if they've got mm. a dark circle or you know a bit of cover-up if they have a spot or whatever
0: Do you that's know, changing though do you think like if you talk to a 21 year old now they may have a different view to say a 35 40 year old on that the 21 year old might just be a bit like well I don't care what people think it makes me, I just yeah. want to look good because I've got to go on Instagram or whatever it yeah, is. Yes,
1: I agree. And that's definitely true. And especially living in London, you see it a lot more, obviously, if you go to kind of your, your backwater country places, then they're not going to be as as pro makeup as as a city. And actually, I really take a, an interest in Japan and Korea with their beauty because they're so far ahead of us. And it's there are ranges and ranges for men over there, and it's not seen as an embarrassing thing to wear you know a little bit of makeup and a lip balm um and i think it will come here eventually but i still think we are pushing boundaries
0: the boss of l'oreal in the uk has predicted there'll be male makeup counters uh in the next five years can you see that happening
1: honestly no i can't just purely for it from a sales perspective because you know every woman wears a bit of makeup. I I don't think I've met a woman yet in my time that doesn't wear a stitch. You know, even if it's just a lick of mascara or even if it's just going to buy a fancy lip balm, I think it's going to take a lot longer than that for a man to be able to go and buy a range. And if you think of past ranges that have come out for men, you know, Jean-Paul Gaultier had a range of men's makeup. It was literally on the back shelf of the fragrance counter and no one ever touched it. Mm. And so I think to actually target men in a shot, I, I think it will be a lot harder than that.
0: It's interesting because I was doing some uh, some work with a guy, and we decided instead of calling it makeup, we were going to call it a mail up routine. Now <laughs> I, I know love that, that I know that it sounds really daft, right? But somehow the word makeup—maybe it's just the words. Maybe it means that there will be these counters, but they'll be kind of like called man caves, or that's a brand I think. But they'll be called something. Yeah, man cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man cup. There we are. And and somehow they'll feel okay going there we won't have like you know the, the counters we see in whatever it is yeah. and, and you know a guy behind there testing out mascara on other guys i can't see that happening
1: no neither can i but i do think things like if you <laughs> although think be of... it'd
0: be brilliant if it did <laughs> oh my goodness there. can you
1: imagine um i think it's johnny rockets or something like that it's the male barbers and they are a bit more they'll give you a facial while you have your hair yeah. done and stuff and that's actually it's super popular in Soho so maybe maybe I mean I hope it does I really am all for men looking good and feeling good about
0: themselves who do you think uh, is using makeup really cleverly as as they age who do you think I mean I'm I'm going to take for example someone let's start with Joan Collins whose makeup I don't think has probably changed that much at all. No, um, is that is that the right way to go? Yeah, I'm being very careful here because I know her makeup artist is
1: a good friend of mine. But Jones still very much uses the like you say, it's like the template of Dallas or Dynasty or whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone who ages well and wears makeup well, Helen Mirren. Yeah, you know, I think she's oh, kind n- of that nicely sidestepped with the Collins. You should yeah. be. In, I
0: like that. I like that. I like that a lot. No, Helen, I agree. Yeah, How, what? Tell us why for why why is her makeup so good? As, um, as
1: she is, I think you know she keeps it fresh, um, and I think there's a new trend in makeup, and I think women should buy into it. You know about being fresh and dewy and glowy, and all the brands out there cater for it, but a lot of women probably 40 plus say to me oh i've been doing the same makeup for 20 years and it shows Mm. and i'm sorry susan but it does show you know wearing a blue eyeliner and your pan stick and a big poof of powder at the end of it does make you look older it does look 80s and it doesn't look fresh buy into having having a look through a few magazines or go to your counter and say what's new and it really does make a difference Mm. and you never know you know you might try something and hate it or you might try it and Find the holy grail for yourself.
0: Mm. So, what are the key things? Was it you were saying about looking dewy? Is that a really a key thing as as we age? Yeah, I mean, it's a
1: trend at the moment, which makes me a little bit sick because you know all these contour and highlight trends—they've been around since the beginning mm. of makeup, and same with dewy skin. You know, if you look back at Marilyn Monroe, she used to cover her face in Vaseline. She always looked dewy and fresh and young. So it's not a new thing, but it's obviously just a new trend. But I always say if you look at a baby's skin, that kind of fresh, plushy skin, or when you jump out the shower and you've got that kind of hot, fresh skin and it's a little bit shiny, that's the skin that everybody should want.
0: So more from Buster in just a moment. Plus, we'll tell you how to banish those eye bags. Right, we're going to get back to Buster Knight in just a moment. But on the Miles Younger counter this week, uh, treatments to banish those bags under your eyes. Uh, I don't know about you, but you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and sometimes you're just like, for goodness sake, nothing's going to shift those. Uh, Basically, it it is trapped fluid. Uh, So by, uh, and to get a bit scientific here, by speeding up your lymphatic system, That's going to help things the most. It's about getting things moving. That's why people splash their face with cold water. All those sort of things help, but obviously aren't necessarily quick. So if you're looking for dramatic... Uh, cosmetic results after maybe a heavy night out, then this product is one that everyone's been talking about. It's called My Perfect Eyes. It costs around £30 and how it works is it delivers a very thin layer that dries out, tightening and smoothing the whole of the under eye area for a a really dramatic result. Now here's a key thing, you can't use any oil-based moisturizers or makeup over this as it's going to dissolve it, so you've got to be really careful once it's applied. Origins Ginseng Refreshing Eye Cream contains caffeine which also helps to stimulate this area and this pot also contains light reflective particles which hides dark circles. That's around 16 to £18 a pot but if you're looking for a cheap effective option I love this. This is Boots Essential Eye Gel with Cucumber. Now it contains cucumber uh, to cool this area but it also uh, will reduce puffiness too it contains retinol palmitate to help reduce fine lines it's a really great value product with some really effective ingredients and it costs one pound 75 for a tube right let's get back to our chat with makeup artist buster knight do you think though at some point may ever be a kind of a, an anti-botox revolution in the sense that people will go do you know what actually we don't mind our lines now and actually we may step away from this frozen look if that's how you want to describe it.
1: Um I almost feel like there are there are a demographic of people like that already. You know, a, a few... Hello! Fr- <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I've got a few friends that are actors and they are so against Botox and fillers because it changes your expression. They can't be who they are with, you know, an expressionless face. So they kind of promote... themselves and there's things out there now like collagen waves that can make your skin look really fresh without Botox so if that becomes a little bit more popular the problem with Botox actually for me is that it's now become accessible for everybody and that's a great thing on one hand but on the other hand people go straight to it and I was one of those people you know we
0: only liked it when it was exclusive didn't we
1: yeah well (laughs) I turned 21 and I was like right I want to go and get Botox now and I went out and I did it avidly and I'm 30 now well pushing for 30 and I haven't had it for a year and I've done that on purpose because I think there's so many other options that I can do without sticking a needle in my face and seeing, you know, the benefits and seeing if it works and there are, you know, I think I look better now without Botox than when I did have it.
0: Why did you feel you had to have it at 21? I mean, you you look so young now without it. I can't imagine, what, what made you feel you had to have it?
1: It became accessible and it was something that I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll look good with that. A lot of clients I know have it or a lot of people in the public eye. So I thought, oh, I'll give that a try. It became you know accessible to me
0: but what made you think I'll look good because by saying that you clearly thought you didn't look good at that point why were you you thinking you didn't look good
1: I think we all look tired we can look tired you know and with a job like mine where you're travelling constantly and you're getting hardly any sleep you do look tired you do look worn out And now I've learnt routines to get more sleep or, you know, for diet or for products to use that will give me the same kind of effect. But it was an easy, quick fix. And yeah, admittedly, when I had it, bang, everyone. Oh, you look well. Mm. And so there's that kind of it's almost like the forbidden fruit. You want it more and more and more.
0: And just going by something I said earlier, it's like, you know, we have to keep all this hush hush. It's like. You know, it's not fair on people to kind of like be on the front page of a magazine saying this is how great I look for this age without then telling people what you've done to achieve that because we're everyone else just ends up feeling shit about themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, the problem is, is, you know, with magazines out there like these kind of trashy gossip magazines, even if someone's had nothing done and just look really well, suddenly they get accused of having a facelift and there's a negative link to it. And so what happens is, you know, there are boob jobs. Let's talk about boob jobs. They are so obvious when someone has a boob job, but they're like, no, I haven't had that. I just work out and you know, I've got good boobs because in the past people that have said, yeah, I've had a boob job suddenly get deemed as, you know, addicted to surgery or they've got a mental problem or, you know, there's an issue at home and it's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. Maybe they just weren't happy with their boobs in the first place and they've got the, you know, the money to go and do it. and I think, again, it's kind of that that world of celebrity. That's where Instagram doesn't touch because people are at home still kind of want to point fingers and say, oh, she only looks so good because she's had something done. And there's still that negativity.
0: I guess people, even if you don't admit it, will, like you say, they'll be saying it anyway. So whether you say or not, people, yeah. uh, especially boob jobs, you can, like you say, can spot it a mile off, can't yeah. you? Oh, I,
1: yeah. And I think...
0: And that's something I thought I'd never say.
1: I think for, you know, there's a lot of people out there. If if I saw Ricky Martin came out with his beauty. He's rationing. not had a boob job, has he? You no, well, <laughs> never know. Um, but his, if he came out and said, this is why I look so young, I would literally run and follow whatever he does. But I'm sure there'll be a lot of people out there that go, oh, I knew it. He's done this. He's done that and put him down for it. And I think maybe that's jealousy or maybe it's just, you know, because they don't understand how to access that.
0: Can we, uh, just before we finish, can we, because it's interesting you mentioned Ricky Martin there. I want to try and build like a, a pedestal of kind of people <laughs> who we look up to, who are looking great for their age and are maybe are doing everything right. Uh, and from your perspective, uh, male and, and female, who who are those people and what can we kind of get from them?
1: I think Jennifer Lopez sits there great because... She's always
0: had great skin.
1: Yeah. She has. And I don't know if, you know, it's a secret or if she's just generally lucky. I mean, genetics, do they have a lot to do with how we age? You know, I always say... Well, I can
0: tell you, actually. I'd like to (laughs) read my article. I think it's something like the... They did identical twins, right? And what they did was share share the same genes. One, they sort of literally gave all the healthy stuff. The other one did everything wrong. The other one aged really badly. So the genes, a little bit. But not a lot, basically.
1: Yeah. And I always say to people, skincare is never a miracle. You know, don't look for a miracle. Look for something that will make you it will prolong what you've got. It will enhance what you have, but it will never you know, you're never going to get that look of tight face. You know, there's all these creams out there Oh, Botox in a jar. I think it's rubbish. But I do think as a concoction of things, you know, diet, looking after yourself, drinking water, good skincare, taking care of your skin, sleep is so important. All of them together, A bit less sugar. Oh yeah, exactly. They will definitely kind of. If you if you're going to get Botox, just you'll probably get it a little bit less.
0: Yeah, or or just go with the kind of like fabulous skin and don't worry about the lines so much, you know. Yeah. And and get a great makeup artist, then <laughs> yeah. I do <see> no know one. <laughs> Be great. Yeah,
1: I mean, I always say to my clients like they look better without that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of you know as soon as you have a filler as a makeup artist the shadows on your face change, the way your your face moves, the way you smile, you lose all of your character. And it's sad because, you know, you look great in a picture, but in person it's not so great. And, you know, I think it is just pressure. I think being in the public eye and nowadays just being a regular woman, it, there's pressure. And I don't feel men feel that pressure as much as women do. Hence the beauty industry being so big for women and still kind of, you know, we're just breaking the iceberg for men. But that
0: could change if going back to what we've talked about uh guys are going to start becoming more aware of this stuff yeah i mean are we are we actually going to start causing them a problem because they're going to become so worried about this stuff but maybe they already are secretly a yeah. lot of men are maybe more vain than they let on oh and i, I definitely feel a shift
1: uh, you know even with things like diets and men's health magazines and things like that they were never so popular you know you'd car magazines would probably sell better than a men's health magazine whereas it's kind of all switched around now and i do think we're lucky to have role models in the public eye like shows like um love island and things like that where men can think actually it's nice to take care of yourself it's nice to go and get your beard trimmed it's nice to go and have a spray tan um and i do feel there's a shift i just think it's going to be a lot slower than we hope
0: uh, it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I feel like I feel like I know so much. I, I was slightly slightly disappointed we didn't have another couple of name drops in there, but I totally understand these could Maybe be f- these time. could be future clients. Do you know what yeah, I mean?
1: exactly. If exactly. they've and
0: clearly they've all been lovely to you because if they've been annoying, that would have been it. Their name would down, down on the floor. Uh, but yeah, it's been really interesting, and thank you very much. And uh, be interesting to see you know where we are in another five years and whether the UK uh, head of L'Oreal is right. Uh, and whether we are going to be heading to the equivalent of male makeup counters, or whether so. or whether you are you are right and uh, and men aren't ready for that yet.
1: No, I really hope so. I hope it does come, but we yeah we shall see. We shall see. You'll see me heading it up. I'll be there dancing <laughs> on the table, doing,
0: doing the demos. Yeah. <laughs> that was Buster Knight. Uh, really great chatting to him. Uh, he's got his head screwed on. He, kn- he knows his stuff. Uh, really creative guy as well. And uh, interesting there what he was saying about men and makeup, and the future. In the Miles Younger Truth this week, uh, let's talk alcohol and ageing. I know, I know, everyone say we shouldn't drink so much, you know, it's bad for us, we all know uh, the scare stories and the reports in terms of disease. It's funny, isn't it, because I think back to kind of my grandparents and their generation and they never would have literally gone to the fridge and poured a glass of wine at the end of the day, and then another glass of wine and then maybe, oh, To heck with it. Let's just finish the bottle, which we all do now. It's just kind of like the norm. I was watching uh, the movie The Book Club the other day with Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton in it. And if you've seen that movie, literally every scene, and I'm not kidding you, they've got a glass of wine in their hand. It's such a thing now, isn't it? Uh, Drinking at home, and it's almost become more acceptable as we get older you know in our 40s our 50s our 60s maybe as we go out less we're all drinking at home I mean when was the last time you kind of thought I'll just have one glass of wine and stop and by the way this is me too I'm not you know I'm as guilty as anyone of this and and the way I tried to think of it was I thought to myself the other day you know what Uh, this whole thing about disease it does feel like a lifetime away doesn't it And we also often feel like we have to live for the moment. And if we're not, we're being dull and you get pressure from your mates when you go out to the bar. So I kind of looked at myself the next morning and thought, do you know what? I also want to be aware what this is doing to my looks. So, you know, that next morning you wake up and you've got a puffy face, you've got bags under your eyes. You can really see kind of the effect this is having on you on a day to day basis. So I thought, if I can't worry about alcohol in the long term, then let's try and worry about this in the short term and just go, do you know what? Actually, this is destroying my looks, not just short term, but also long term as well. And that's not me saying I'm going to stop drinking, because why would I? I enjoy it and you probably enjoy it too. But I'm trying to think what's going to help me deal with this, maybe have less alcohol in the house. Maybe you only have it in the house at the weekend. Your skin's going to love you for that. Um, and also this thing where people say, well, I only drink like maybe a glass or two a night and that's it. I say no. I say, like, do you know what? Go out and do what you want drink-wise, but give your body like four or five days off. I try and stick to a 5-2 rule where I only have alcohol two nights a week and that really helps because the benefit of not drinking for your skin and your body is so great you shouldn't deny it that so think of it as not stopping drinking but controlling when you drink and as you age this becomes so much more important you've got to give your body a break and things like milk thistle supplement will really help your liver Uh, chromium supplement will really help your blood sugar level which alcohol causes a spike of all these things if you can do it and it's not that difficult to be fair then it's really going to make sure that you continue to look your best for many years to come well that's it for this week god i need a drink after that <laughs> um thank you very much for for listening and don't forget if you rate and review us you can, of course, be entered into this draw to win a free weekend at my Champneys retreat, which is called How to Age Well. So it's it's beautiful, Champneys entering. It really is. And uh, you'll learn lots too. So uh, it's simple. Just rate and review us. And you will be in that draw. Uh, Don't forget, of course, as I mentioned at the start, there's my website, milesyounger.com, And I'm at Mr. Miles Younger on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And it would be lovely to continue the conversation there. And I'll see you next time.